and welcome to the Bucket Lister podcast. Join your host, Keith Crockford, along with special guests who have traveled the world, here to share stories of their adventures and plenty of inspo to add to your bucket list. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Bucket Lister podcast. I am your host, Keith Crockford, and today I am flying solo again as nobody wants to speak to me. And so I thought I'd just do an episode on my own and have a chat with you all. And I was thinking about what to talk about on this episode of the podcast. And I came to the conclusion when I was thinking the other day and I was reviewing 2023 and actually how busy 2023 has been for us. And we're going to have a full review of 2023 with the guides uh, in a couple of weeks time Um, but I just wanted to go through how busy we've been from a new trips perspective in 2023 and when I was looking through the list I realized that we'd run so many new trips this year for the first time and when I looked down through the list um, we've done a best Tanzanian safari this year Um, we've done our first surfing yoga this year Um, we had done Patagonia, a Chilean Easter Island for the first time. Um, we had done our Spanish adventure. We had done our first Discover Cappadocia, best of Thailand. Um, so it's been a really busy year of first. Then on top of that, we also launched 10 new trips this year, which will be going out in future years. So first ones are going out next year and then some of them into 2025. But if we look back at what we've done this year in, in terms of the new trips that we've launched, you can see from the ones that I called out, we've kind of really moved, not moved away from trekking trips at the Bucket List Company, but we are becoming more now an adventure travel company as opposed to when we first started out as a, a predominantly trekking-based company. You know, if you look through those trips that we just discussed, the new ones that we've run for the first time this year, uh, best of Tanzanian safari, um, surfing yoga. Um, we also did Patagonia was a trekking one. Chile and Easter Island was a cultural one. Um, our Spanish adventure was a multi-activity one. Our Discover Cappadocia um, was a, a, a cultural ex- exploration style trip, as was our, our best of Thailand. So you can see from those new trips that we are now at the bucket list company looking more towards adventure travel than we are as um than just trekking and a lot of those first trips this year i was fortunate enough to lead those trips so i started my year off with chile and easter island which the other day and and this is where i kind of came up for the with the idea of this this podcast from as i was looking through um photos and this trip, I left right at the beginning of January. Um, and I kind of even forgot it was in 2023. Um, but it wasn't until I was going through those photos that I actually realized how amazing that trip actually was. And it was the second time I've been to Easter Island. Um, and I and I certainly would love to go back for a third. Um, but the pictures, when I was looking through my phone, and I was, I was doing a new bucket list guide this week for for that trip which was why i was looking for for updated photos um and it is just such an amazing trip and i I still think the one thing with easter island is you know if i go down to the pub and i say to people oh i've done kilimanjaro i've done everest base camp 
like they will people will know people that have also done Kilimanjaro or Everest base camp but when you say you've been to uh, to Easter Island there are very few people who know people that have been to Easter Island and I think that's such a cool thing to say you've experienced that and there's very few people who know you've been there um yes it's a long way to go Yes, it's not easy to get to, but when you're there, oh my God, is it so worthwhile? Um, and it is not a cheap trip. Um, there are so many components to it. Um, and on Boxing Day, we will be launching our 20, 26 dates for Chile and Easter Island. And with the monthly payments, it kind of makes it a little bit more reasonable. So if you do have Chile and Easter Island on your bucket list, then our trip to get there is an amazing one we cram so much into a short period of time you get to tick it all off um and i think when you leave um although i love i would love to go back um if i never get the opportunity to go back um i don't think i'll have missed anything if you kind of get what i mean i feel that i've done everything i need to and if another opportunity arose to go somewhere else and I had to pick between the two and I'd never been to that place before, I probably would choose to go um, to the new destination and explore. Um, but in terms of if the opportunity arose for me to go back, then I certainly would. Um, another one that I was fortunate enough to lead for the first time this year was our Tanzanian safari. And I love photography. Um, I love being out in animals natural environment um so for me i'll always jump on leading a safari trip if i've got the option to do it um i know safaris are on so many people's bucket lists um and i can completely understand why and you know you hear so much about kenya or south uh, africa for safaris but i do think tanzania is one of the best places to go on safari um, in terms of the dish, the different national parks. I mean, within that safari trip that we do, we visit four different national parks. So we do Tarangiri, Lake Manyara, Norongoro Crater, and then the Serengeti for the migration as well. So you get to cram again so much into that trip. Um, and the the thing that I love about Tanzanian safaris is the standard of accommodation um it is just out of this world you get looked after so well um and you just have such a good opportunity across those four national parks of seeing the big five during during your time on safari um so if you have got a safari on your bucket list then do check out our Tanzanian safari and and have a look at that one because you know, it is just literally out of this world and, you know, you are so close to everything. Um, and what I will say about Tanzania as well um, is that the safari drivers are so considerate. Um, you have to stay on the, the roads. You can't go off road and try and find things. You know, you, you, you have to stay where you are. You have to go on the main paths. And at that point, you know, if you are, you are lucky to see something, then you're lucky to see it. And you do see lots and lots, don't get me wrong. But, you know, you can't suddenly get right up next to it if it's not near where where you're driving. And I, and I love that, that, you know, they are really, really taking into consideration the animals and not just tourism itself. Um, what other trips have I led for the first time this year? 
Um, the surf and yoga retreat, that was one that we added a few years ago. It got put back and put back because of COVID. Um, and this was the first year that we could head to Morocco and run that one. Um, such a lovely trip. Perfect time of year. We head out there in March. Um, and, you know, it's just nice to get some winter sun. Uh, it's nice to do some activity. Um, I actually really enjoyed the yoga, surprisingly enough. Um uh, you know, getting up for a sunset, a sunrise yoga session every morning um, was really nice. Then leading into a surf lesson and then you had the afternoon then to yourself or we arranged trips out to Agadir or Essaouira or um, or you could just chill out by the pool. And again, really nice hotel, um, a completely different trip to trekking across Nepal or climbing up uh, Kilimanjaro. It was just nice to be on a a different style of trip. And for some people, again, it's quite a short trip. Um, you know, it might be your second holiday of the year to take in something like that, where you're still having an active group style holiday. Um, and, you know, but you're, you're chilling out and relaxing and doing some lovely activities at the same time. So I really enjoyed that one. Um, I'd quite happily do that one every year. I've, I've that at the start of the year, a nice little top up of the suntan before, whilst we're still in that winter period, so that was quite nice for me as well. Um, in June, we then did our first ever Spanish adventure trip. And we ne we nearly cancelled that trip um, because we didn't get the take up on it that we thought we would get when we put the concept out. And the idea of that trip originally was for our clients, um, what we call our bucket listers. And the trip was there to try and bring together a group of 16 people um, who are clients of ours to get together, do a multi-activity six-day trip over in Spain. Again, add it in as, your, as an additional trip for the year. And the idea being was is we would do four different activities, um, which in the end turned into five activities. Um, and we hired a private villa, and that was that was why one of the reasons why we were going to cancel it because we hired this big private villa um, and we didn't have very much take up on it. So we were like, mm, you know, we're, we're making a massive loss on this trip. But I decided in the end to run the trip because I thought it had the potential to be a yearly um, amazing trip um, for, for a group of people. Um, and I'm so glad we did run it because everyone who went on the trip thoroughly enjoyed it, said how amazing it was. Um, and the surprise for them, and it wasn't the surprise for me because I've been to the Costa Blanca more times than I've been to Kilimanjaro and Everest Base Camp put together. But, um, you know, when you think of the Costa Blanca, you think of a holiday destination, Benidorm. We've all seen the TV program. Um, and we're, we're staying just up the road from Benidorm in essence, but we are up in the mountains, um, and the scenery changes just like that. And it's, what people didn't realize was how stunning the the scenery and the mountains and everything in the Costa Blanca were. Um, and, and basically the adventure that you could have. Um, we ran four, like I said, we, we originally were going to run four activities. We did sea kayaking. Um, we did Via Ferrata. We did climbing and we did um, the downhill mountain bike, which when we say it's the downhill mountain bike, um, the activity itself is 42 kilometers on tarmac roads where you don't need to pedal. So even if you haven't ridden a bike for years, anybody could go and do the downhill bike ride. Um, and then also on the final day, because people weren't leaving until late, 
We then um, took a hike up the Puj Campana, um, which is the mountain that basically sits behind the villa where we stay. And um, it's, again, a, a stunning mountain. And what pe- you know, people find very hard to understand is that actually it is higher than Ben Nevis in the UK and you can climb it or you can trek it in a couple of hours. So, um, so we had the five activities. Everyone was like, I want to do this trip again next year who were on it. So then that kind of got us to thinking, well, let's do this as a yearly trip. Um, and we're pretty much already sold out for next year's one. Um, and then we're going to, um, and then roll it out dates for, for 2025 and 2026 as well. So if people want to get booked on, they can do and have, and have small monthly payments to pay. So um, that was a really good trip. Really enjoyed that one. Dave and I ran that one and I'm sure Dave and I will, will chat about that one when we, um, have our year in review in a couple of weeks time when Jake, um, Dave and I sit down and have a little chat about how 2023 has gone and tell you some funny stories um, from the trips that we've had on those years. Um, Another first was um, our discover Cappadocia trip. Now Cappadocia has, is on a lot of people's bucket list. Now it's one of the most um, bucket list destinations of, of 2022 and 2023. And if you go onto Instagram and type in Cappadocia, the, you know, the, the images on there are immense. Um, and it didn't disappoint. Again, everybody who went on it um, thoroughly enjoyed it. Again, very much a um, exploration, discovery, cultural trip, learning about the area. Um, there was a fair bit of walking in it, not so much as in um, trekking, but you know what we were doing a lot of walking every day to go and see things, and um, everyone really enjoyed that trip. The hot air balloon rides, obviously, the highlight for for the majority of people on that trip. Um, you can't go to Cappadocia without going up in a hot air balloon. That's what Cappadocia has become famous for or Cappadocia is that is the is some people say um but again it's one of those trips that I would repeat time and time and time again um really nice eight-day trip easily get into Istanbul um great trip at the end we went in kind of beginning of November end of October beginning of November so it was cooling down a little bit it wasn't too hot but you could still walk around in shorts and t-shirt um that was a, a a nice sort of end to the trip, and then my final first um, trip for this year then was was the best of Nepal, and I won't go into too much detail on that one because we did a podcast on that a few weeks ago with Paddy, where we heard all of Paddy's comments on it, um, and you can scroll back and, and have a listen to that podcast. And in fact, most of those trips um, I've discussed, we've done a proper podcast on those trips. Um, so you can go back and listen to each one of those in in more detail. I mean, I was working through my calendar the other day, and I had done um, I'd led fourteen trips this year, which is probably the most I've led for for a number of years. Um, and I didn't go to the same I didn't do the same trip twice. So I was fortunate enough to lead fourteen different trips this year, which um, although I'm quite enjoying the time at home now and not having to pack a bag and go away again the next week um i can't wait to get back away again next year and then also in 2023 we sort of branched out and looked at launching more new trips and like i said we we launched 10 new trips in um 2023 for for the coming years 
Um, the most popular of those so far has been our guerrilla trekking trip to Uganda. I mean, the first one of those is nearly sold out already for the beginning of 2025. Um, there's a, a lot of people were banging on to me about getting a guerrilla trekking trip organized. Um, and we went in listen to our customers and, and, and set it up and got it going. And um, it's looking like it's going to be a really popular trip for us moving forwards. Um, we've put together a really amazing itinerary where, as well as doing the gorillas, you go and see the chimpanzees, um, you do a game drive as well, and you go and see local communities. So again, it, it combines everything within that trip um that you could possibly do if you wanted to go to uganda and then we finish off in rwanda and then fly back from there we also launched a load more best of trips um and again as you might or you might not know our best of series is about taking a country and then going and seeing what the best of that country has to offer um and hopefully we'll fill the itinerary with enough that you don't feel the need to have to go back to that country again um so we launched uh this year we've launched the best of costa rica the best of brazil uh the best of indonesia and the best of sri lanka so those are the ones that we've put into oh and the best of cuba as well um are the ones that we've put into our best of range so all of those trips include um all of the the top things that if you think about that destination, you think about the activities and you think about the things you want to see, we've tried to include as much of those um, into the in, into the, the package and the itinerary as we can. Um, other ones that we've launched this year have been um, our real Maldives trip. I was lucky enough to head out there this year as well, um, just to kind of scout out the trip and have a look. And, the Maldives have been on my bucket list as a scuba diver. The Maldives have been on my bucket list for a long, long time. And however, I always felt it was a very romantic destination that you had to go there on your honeymoon or you went there with your partner. Um, and I wanted to put a trip together for those of us who are solo travelers who want to go away, group travel, go away on your own. Um, and then obviously not feel uncomfortable that you're in a couple's destination. So that was kind of like my, what I really wanted to do with that trip. Um, and I think I've put together an itinerary that, that really does that. And the other thing is that I wanted people to go and see the real Maldives. I didn't want people to go and spend the whole of their time on a resort, um, thinking that, that, that they've been to the Maldives because that really just isn't the case. Um, and I wanted people to go and visit local islands and see how the locals actually live and, you know, not go to the tourist heavy places and have a look at how, you know, the, the Maldives are struggling and how the Maldives can be sustainable and survive for the future and all of those things. And by putting together our real Maldives trip, I really think we've done that. Um, you know, you don't have to be a scuba diver to go to the Maldives. Like the first part of the itinerary is planned with no scuba diving in mind. Um, there'll be plenty of snorkeling, there'll be plenty of um, exploring um, the water, but you don't need to be a scuba diver to do that. The final part, which is the R&R &R part, if people are scuba divers, then at that point is when you could go out scuba diving. If you wanted to learn to scuba dive, you could do that at that point. If you wanted to go out kayaking, if you wanted to sit on the beach or by the pool and chill out, then at the end of the trip, you have that option. Um, so if the Maldives is on your bucket list, then that is definitely one that I would check out. 
Um, and then we went back then to Nepal and we launched another two trips in Nepal this year. So we've introduced the Langtang Trek and we've also put in the Annapurna Base Camp Trek. Now, the Langtang Trek we put in because um, we listened to customers and a lot of people were saying they wanted to go trekking in Nepal, but they didn't want to be in the hustle and the bustle of an Everest Base Camp Trek. Um, so the Langtang Valley is very quiet. Um, you'll get to see very few other hikers whilst you are trekking there. Um, and it really is a stunning trek. Um, quite a long one. It's, it's still quite a long trip. Um, but one where if you want to be out on your own with a guide and not have, you know, a lot of other trekkers around you, then that is a very good option. Um, and then the other one we introduced was the Annapurna Base Camp Trek. Annapurna Circuit we've had um, within our trips since we started, really. Um, that's Dave's speciality trip. He loves an, an Annapurna Circuit trek. But, again, with the Annapurna Circuit, you go to fairly high altitude. You're hitting 5,500 at the pass. Um, it's quite a long trek where the Annapurna Base Camp trek is shorter um, and you only go to just over 4,000 metres on, on an Annapurna Base Camp trek. So um, I would say for those people who were a bit worried about altitude or were time conscious with their leave but still wanted to go trekking in Nepal, then actually the Annapurna Base Camp trek is a really good one for you to go and have a look at and have a think about. Um, so as you can see from all of that, um, we have been super busy with our trips in 2023 there are plans for more trips in 2024 and and we're looking at a few at the minute and there might be a few that are ready to come out by the new year um but and we've also got a lot of first trips next year as well that we'll be running for the first time as well so um i just wanted to kind of highlight how busy we've been in in 2023 and obviously it, it's all headed up that you know as we said on previous podcasts that you know we were, we were fortunate enough the other week to win um the british travel awards for the, the the best adventure travel company um and it really goes to highlight that the work we've been doing on this is, is highlighting adventure travel and adventure holidays um that is what we are we are going into that is what we are specializing in um, and that's what really what we want to do for the future and have more people going on adventure holidays with us, but also at the same time, increasing the amount of options and destinations that we've got for people to go and explore. And I just wanted to kind of cover that off on this week's podcast. Um, next week, I'll be back chatting with Jake again. Um, he is returning from Thailand. So we'll hear all about their Thailand trip. And then before the end of the year, um, we'll have an episode with me and Dave where we're going to review um, our trips in full detail um, from 2023 as Jake is returning from the final trip for us um, for 2023. So when he lands back in the UK tomorrow, we can close the doors on 2023 and start to think about 2024 and what that will bring. So that's all from me today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Um, I will put links to all of those trips that I've spoke about 
um, in the show notes. So if any of those have taken your fancy, then please do head into the show notes, click the links and go and check those trips out in more detail. Obviously, you can contact me or you can contact the team um, in the office at any time. If you've got any questions on any of our trips, um, it would be great to speak to you. And thanks ever so much for listening. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bucket Lister Podcast. Be sure to click follow to be alerted for next week's episode. For more travel inspiration, check us out at www.thebucketlistcompany.co.uk or follow us on socials. See you next time.